Traveling, Whom Do You Love, and What Would Be Your Intro Song. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Good morning, Boker Tov. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I threw Hebrew in there. What was that face? What's Boker Tov? Boker Tov, it just means good morning. Sounds like pimp your ride. It just means good morning. Pimp your ride. (laughs) (laughs) Boker Tov. I will Good morning, everybody. Pimp your ride. (laughs) That's a good one. I'm picturing everybody at those little Jewish summer camps going, pimp your ride at breakfast uh, instead of Boker Tov. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, well, how, well, well, well. How are you, Aimsicle? Aimsicord? Aimsicord is good. I am still slogging through the aftermath of a very aggressive new business building brief little period that I engaged in. I raised my hand for one of these contests where you want to go out and stimulate a whole bunch of business and earn a lot of money in a short time period. Well, I did it and I was really successful and it was great. Now I have to actually do all that work that I just right. <laughs> right. That you committed to? Right. Follow through. Fuck. Uh, so I'm still in deep in the throes of completing all that shiz which I don't like because it means things like I've already been working for two hours before seeing you bright and early on a Sunday morning boke your tove boke your tove so <laughs> god what does that boke even mean tov. what's bogue bogue well you know you ahead. know tove is good I don't you say now mazel I do tov. okay no, you say mazel tov to people and that's really good luck but I thought mazel was the good part mazel's the luck because people sometimes go mazel mazel and I thought that meant like you know good good Goody, goody, goody. Look, look. Look, look. Uh, so tove means good. Okay. So bokeh is morning. Okay. Got it. But I like yours better. Boke your tove. Boke your tove, yeah, I like man. I, like- I love some boke your tove. Go boke your tove. Bring it. Um, Was it a good weekend for you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're very hesitant. That is the least committal you have ever given me for something good. You've committed more and heavier and stronger to bad things than you did to something good. I'm that I'm sticking with yes. That's a yes. A cautionary yes. I'll take that. Because it sure beats most other answers. I so I'll have take it. a lot of things flying all around my face. It's the the challenge here is that everything is spinning in its own little orb. None of them are connected and I'm trying to juggle them and I don't know how to juggle. Just it's, I don't, can't even describe it to you. I don't feel like there's any area of my life when I can be like, well, that's making sense, right? I'm not about control. I never or have moving, control. Yeah. What about, or moving forward in the right direction? No, no. Moving no. backward in lots of directions, Ooh. moving sideways in all the directions into moving universes serpentine. where you're serpentine. I got chicanery <laughs> right. going on, all the things, right? Diagonally. It's a giant chessboard of fuck. Or diagonally. Diagonally. Are you? What did he just say? Kidding. (laughs) That is the first time I've ever put together that Diagon Alley is diagonally. Ever. Oh, seriously? Yes. I was today years old. 
Why do you think he splitches on his way? Th- is that what it's called? On his way through when he goes to travel in flu powder and he says, Ron got splinched. <laughs> what did he say? What did he just say? I think he said diagonally. <laughs> no, it's diagonally. Oh, I yeah. just thought he said it funny. I still didn't put it together. Uh, I'm glad to have been here and been a part of this realization. I'm not the only a one. Harry Potter I'm realization. Not the only one. I'm not the only one. Raise your hands, guys. Wherever you are right now, in your car, on your walk, on your pedophile. pedophile. What's it fucking called? What? You're are you? trying to think bike, pedo, and then I went to the wrong one. You sure did. <laughs> come back. Yeah. If you can, let come me, back. Let me just Let me just do some audience cleanup here. I'm engaging with you right now, pedophiles. If you're listening... You are no longer welcome. Disengage. Unsubscribe. And stop what you're doing. Go away. We don't. We are not a part of our community. We disavow you. You're wrong. You're bad. Feel shame. Go to the authorities. Okay, we're back. And by the way, <laughs> diagonally sounds a lot like Diagon Alley. So I hope you got that on your way to surrender yourself. I mean, it's to really important to have a position on pedophiles. I feel like not enough brands are doing that these days. So you know, bully for us for taking a stand. I feel if they were asked, they would have a stance, but <laughs> I don't think I don't think enough people are asked on the regular. How well, they feel I have about such pedophiles. a strong position on it that I sadly cannot even listen to Michael Jackson anymore. I have to act every time he comes up in any conversation. I have retrained myself to remove all of that joy from my life just in solidarity to it's it would not be okay if that was my to kid who was victimized solidarity to the parents who put their small children in homes with him by themselves solidarity and with him by themselves solidarity to the person solidarity to the kids solidarity okay, the to kids. the victims to Got the it. victims because if 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 i was the victim or someone that i super loved was the victim would it ever be okay to be just tapping my toes and mama say mama say mama pusa no no but I'm i sorry. do love how you just did like an almost toast to the victims, <laughs> <laughs> to the bride, to the bride, to the group, to the victims who will never be pedophiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our musical episode. <laughs> you know, da, da, you, your sister you really Rose don't get this kind of pedophiliacal humor anywhere else. I'm trying to tell you. Only and here, folks. One more way we're unique. And you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) There's no need to thank us. Thank us by telling a friend or going to brilliantobservations at gmail.com, like I'm throwing it in right at the top, or to Brillob Squad or on Facebook, Brilliant Observations on Facebook, or Listen Brilliant on Instagram. We got some interesting content there, too. I did forget to put out that penis cake on time but it's still early oh. enough i will send it i will put it on brill up squad because I, I had my thumb hovering and then shit went sideways but as my thumb is hovering over the penis cake i think is this really what we want representing us on our page yes. before we put something else out oh it, uh, i'm sorry you said yes <laughs> yeah maybe i went too fast was that a yes <laughs> penis cake yes Check. to all yeah i feel like the penis cake in brill up squad I feel like you're you you come for the jokes, you stay for okay, the penis in the cake. Squad. Yeah, okay, in yeah. the squad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In the Brillab squad. And I here's another tip, gang. <laughs> See what I did there? Penis tip because they they go together. Just the tip. Right? Here's just a tip. When you visit Brillab Squad, which is a group on Facebook, you can post there too, as some of our intrepid dear listeners have done. And I love reading that stuff. That's very fun. Yeah. So it's very enjoyable. So it's keep your it commu- Just so you know, it's your community. 
These are your people. Sorry. I mean, they're our, our yeah. people, but they're your people too. <laughs> hey, there's been a lot of um, uh, baseball going on. And okay, sure. I'm not the largest baseball fan. I'll, I'll pick it up mid to end season if my team, we won't talk about who that is, uh, is, is really the victor. Hello, victor. But there's a series between right now the Phillies and the Mets, and my husband's watching it. There was one last week, too, and blah, 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 blah. Sure. Okay. All of these players come out to their own theme song. <laughs> they choose a song that they would like to walk out to the mound, you know, hit to. Like, so what, 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 what is your song? I'm wondering, Amy, what would your song be? In life or were I a professional baseball player? I am not taking people on the imaginary walk of if you were a baseball player. Why I'm not? Just saying, okay. But in both I'm cases, saying, I think it's going to be um, jump around because the intro jump, is up, so up fucking down. killer. That one? Pack it up. Pack it in. Let me begin. Yes. I think that's hilarious. I love it. And you don't stop. You got to use. Now you're bouncing. Now you're bouncing. Probably that or something that I always come back to is I know a place it's called I take you there by the staple singers. I know a place. Yeah. 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 That's that lovely. seems like I could, I could do some groove jive and now I could come walking in, do my little slide, little finger snap. Here I come. I mean, I'm making an entrance, right? It's about me making an entrance. This is the, yeah, so, so like if you are going to a convention and you're walking to the, oh, to the exhibitors okay. floor and they see you come in, or if you are, giving a presentation at a meeting and you just want a little something playing before your first slide or just whatever <laughs> it is to bring you into a room. My usual go-to is uh, shake your tail feather is another one uh, I like that. that I definitely like because I, I don't know, man. I like some upbeat songs that are silly and full of bounce. Yeah, I like that you're going directly to that 1991 Jock Jams album <laughs> that I used to use to wake my kids up in the morning. And I used to, yeah, I, the kids are like, crisscross is make fine. you jump. Jump, jump. Everything yeah. is with jumping with me. I guess I'm a jumper. I guess I'm a jumper. I'm literally the opposite of a jumper. So well, I think I need you to doing, walk like, in beside Karen you. Karen Carpenter, like, what are you picking for your intro song? Come on. I would like for you to never take her name in mockery again. It's not mockery. I'm just saying, are you like, are they sliding you in on a rocking chair? Like, how are you entering into this? What would you pick, Yacht Rock? Where are we going? I love Yacht Rock. Sticks. Um, <laughs> more so like America. Dreamweaver. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, I love that shit. Been to a conference I, on a horse with no name? <laughs> I think you've been listening to my station, and yes, I love it. But I think if I needed a little bit more, a little bit more of a hype, I, I would throw in my milkshake brings all the boys together. Oh. It's, actually, it's my ringtone. It's my ringtone. So I think it would be really identifiable for me. Uh, so that's. I think that's what I, I went with. But as you give me some Christopher Cross, some America, some like that shit just resonates. But I don't know that it's my... I'm here. Let's play. Like, I think Milkshake is more of my, I hear the intro and I'm like, here I come. Glamorous so I, life. I, yep. I listen to these old, really getting older by the minute, um, sportscasters and they're like, oh, look who changed his intro song. What? Oh, this is kind of nice. What is it? I'm like, Kellis. Like, wh what do you, okay, I don't know what who do you Kellis is. Know? Who, who is that? Well, Milkshake, but who, oh. who, who's Lizzo? Like, 
what? Oh, God. Lizzo's got, like, I like her boys song. I could walk into that, too. It depends. I guess you said it. It depends on the venue. Yeah, it's about damn time. Killer intro. Right? Um, I love that song more than most and not for that little break in it. In a minute, Amanita. Not for that reason. I think Lizzo just brought disco back with that song. Possibly. And I find so much joy. Turn turn up the music, turn down the lights. Yes, yes, yes. I want it all. Ooh, I want it all. Like I, ooh, show tunes. No, I'm sticking with Milkshake and almost anything by Lizzo. I feel like this is a listener participation video. I, I don't see how Milkshake is your right intro. It's just not <sighs> comprehensive enough. All right, dear listener, two questions for you. I'm sure Amy posted the last poll that we told her to post. I'll on... take your poll. I don't even remember what it was. So <laughs> She'll take just the tip of your poll. Hey, hey, hey. I'll take it um, all. Yeah. What, dear listener, write us immediately. Pull over. <laughs> Pull over right now. <laughs> write us immediately. What would you want your intro song to be? And are you offended by Melissa choosing Milkshake? Okay. I don't know if offended would be. Am I close? I don't know about offended. But are you shocked, surprised? Really, we're more interested, less interested in you insulting Melissa and more interested in you. We're building. We're building on it. You know, we're starting from somewhere and we're building on it. Telling us, what is your intro song? I don't think. I'm trying to think. This past weekend, I mean, I've told you guys previously, all of you, that my kids are leaving this week. Right. So as you listen to this on Thursday, I am mid drive to Pittsburgh to drop off my second child because yesterday will have been dropping off the first child at college. And you will be a puddly, gooey mess as I careen into the empty nest wall. Um, Yeah. So Thursday, here we are. I'm dropping off my second child to college, which leaves me. Uh, Amy thinks super weepy me uh, even closer to that second act that frustrates me so knowing they're leaving this past weekend I took them to the beach kicking and screaming I want to be clear I don't understand these kids I know well I understand them but I did never spoke I never spoke to my parents the way my kids speak to me I never I don't know was so contrary all the fucking time. No, I'm not going. I won't do this. I don't want that. Eat without me. Like all of the go fuck yourself that oozes out of their pores. I never would have done. And I tolerate to a certain degree, but I finally said, I need every year, dear listener, my family sends out a magnet with our family's picture on it. So if you've gotten them for the last 15 years you could have a refrigerator watching my kids go through all of their stages if you put I guess if you still have a magnetic refrigerator which most people don't I see the growth and the it's just the holiday card we send out every year so I said we're getting a picture and we're getting it at the beach and nobody's skin is crawling more than Melissa's because I fucking hate the beach it's a tar and feathering that nobody wants so I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't have to go to the beach. Why can't I just be home? Okay, we're going. Get in the fucking car. So I drive them down there and we're about, we're a day of going to the beach and my son's like, I don't have anything to wear. <laughs> well, you know. Are you we going to were... find it in the empty drawers at the beach? <laughs> right. So Stuart's like, let's go to the outlets and go shopping, which 
is his dream come true and my children's fucking nightmare. I would rather be covered with red ants. Yeah, no. Honey and red ants. Thanks. Yep. Which is the beach to me, which is sweat and sand. It's the same thing to me. You might as well say that. So you don't have anything to wear. Fantastic. Why did you think we were coming to the beach? You want a picture? Yes. I don't know what came before the word picture, but yes, that's what. So blah, blah, blah. I finally get everybody on board almost for taking these pictures. So we figure there's there there's ideal times to take pictures, right? There's the golden hour. You know, the sun is almost about to set and immediately the beach fucking lights up. I love the golden hour at the beach. I love it on the boardwalk. I love that view of just the way the sky, the water, the sand. When you go at 7:30 at night, in the towards the end of the summer, it is not bright in a way that hurts you. It is just, it's glorious. You've been there, dear listener. You know I'm the only one. Amy told me who hates the beach. Correct. You've been there and you know it. Valid. Everybody's left. There are maybe there's maybe one family left throwing a football. There's probably like a yellow lab running around in the sand and and flipping over and rubbing his delicious little fur in piles of wet sand, which I only think about showering off of him, but. There, it's just happiness at that point. There's no sweaty kid there dripping and fire engine red from too much sun. All that shit is gone. All the misery is gone. The joy comes at 7, 7.30. I get us all out there and then starts the whining and complaining. Uh, you guys love the beach. I'm the one who hates it. And I'm the one who's here with a smile. We finally found clothes for the boy and his father's closet and my belt to hold him together we're really held together like by gum and, I don't know, rubber cement at this point. We took some amazing pictures. Oh, thank God. And they were going to hire a photographer for my 50th birthday. I'm like, I have an iPhone. I have, I have an iPhone. And I said, we can absolutely do this. I caught three people. Remember we talked about guessing people's situations. Two 50, 60-year-old men and a 60-year-old woman. That's the same situation that was in the house that was renting. Dear listener, what the fuck is going on with two men and a woman? Uh, Don't talk to me like I'm an idiot. I know. Am I right? Like, tell me right now what their situation was. And I said, are you so exhausted from an amazing day at the beach that you don't have five seconds to take a picture of my family? You are responsible for our holiday card if you want credit. Like, I'll give you photo credit. They dropped their shit immediately and started posing us and taking pictures. It was fantastic. I always, I always do that. I did it yesterday. I was having, I was having the worst day that I've had in a very long time. So bad that I was vibrating with irritation and I was not able to shake it. I've gotten into a place where I can feel it coming on and I don't allow it. You know, I, I want to stay away from that. I'm just, life is very good for me. So to feel like shit is just making me so enraged for a sustained period, something's really wrong. And I was in that moment. I was walking over a giant pedestrian footbridge from where I had come to where my car was parked. And there are these two people standing there with a timer with their phone perched on the edge of the bridge, like ready to drop into the water. And I'm like, what are you doing? Just what are you doing? And I was doing it wrong. Whatever it is. (laughs) I was hot. I was irritated. And I just 
you know. I cannot stop. stop. I must creative direct this. No, I stopped. I said, did you get the one you wanted? And I was so pissed. I barely could say it in a nice way. That's about as kind as I said it. Did you get the one you wanted? And they said, no, can you blah, 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 blah. So we turned them around and I held the thing and I took like nine pictures and her phone sucked. So I had to take all kind of pictures and I'm like, why don't you take a look at this one and see what you, oh, oh no, can you maybe, oh wait, that one's perfect. That's perfect. Great. And I mean, they were a little bit ugly. So it was like not even easy to get a good picture. They got a beautiful picture and I didn't take joy in this. I just feel like this is my cosmic responsibility as we all share as humans. Probably when was. someone is going past you and they're when you're when when some when you encounter people trying to take a picture, you have to offer. You just do. You just it's just part of being a human. When we toured all of those colleges with the firstborn, we passed all these families that were trying to take their selfies. And, you know, we're a family of three or four as we're walking and we're just trying to get out of there. You know, the hot we've been touring and it's summer. when you're already fucking done. So the fact that you did it, I'm thrilled at with you uh, to the point where Ethan and I were walking and Stuart looks at us with like big puppy dog eyes when he sees somebody. We're like, all right, go ahead. Did you want me to take that picture for you? Before we finish, go ahead. He's the guy who always offers. Did you want to get in the picture, too? I'll take it of all of you. He's- I'm quite impressed that you made all these preparations and went to the beach without a tripod and a timer. Your plan was, I will find another or human. clothes for the at, children. At, you know, at twilight, at the perfect beach, at the golden hour at the beach. I will find some willing schlep and entrust my future memories to their clicker finger. That's well, a lot. My friend, my friend um, Fugazi taught me that people love to help. People do. People do love to help. Even when people so. have to help. I had to help. I did not love to <laughs> I help. I did not those. want to. No, I did not want to. I did not love it. I have to. You, ha- Everyone has to in that situation. So knowing this, accept it because this is, and now the fact that I did this, I'm paying universal chits forward to the next Fair. time that I really need somebody to take my beach photo at golden hour and they're covered with sweat and there's two ticks climbing up their backside. They will still stand there and gleefully take the fucking picture. Sea lice, sea lice. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of amazing that I even... And they don't want to be there. Then, of course, my son turns to me and said, hey, if if we go tonight, if oh, we go. Oh, she's showing the pictures, you guys. She's showing the pictures, you guys. That's if we fantastic. go tonight, can we leave tonight and go home and not go home tomorrow? Yeah, because nothing says home. It's nothing says beach. Like, let's leave. What's the matter with these people? They just wanted not to be there. Oh, my God. These pictures are so good. They're so beautiful. So so we took some really just, they look so happy. In reality, all they want, I don't believe pictures anymore. I don't believe pictures. Oh, this is a moment in time when everything was fucking angry and wanting to go home and I hate you. And rely on. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't rely on that at all. Happy Hanukkah from the liars. And Bokeh Tov to you too. Bokeh Tov, fucker. Bokeh. Your Tove. That's perfect. (laughs) That one is going in my all-time Hall of Fame of greetings, like one that I really meant at the time, and now every time I say it, I just laugh my head off because I super, super meant it. I said, namaste, cunt. And I really... Okay. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think those things go together. Have you been hanging out with my daughter? (laughs) That used to be her favorite word. Oh. So there is a word that my daughter hates. 
can't hear, can't say, can't. We all have that same word. Cringe, cringe word, right? Mm -hmm. Cringe word. Hers is the word squirt. Oh, not M and Alsparis? Not the M word? I'm not a huge fan of the word moist. Um, you, <laughs> but, you get a physical reaction. But it, it's you a do, visceral you physical response to the word. There's no word. There's no time to use the word moist that you can't use the word dewy. And dewy is a much funnier word and not gross. I don't know that I have a dewy sponge in the kitchen sink. No. Or, or, or a dewy towelette. Now I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so stupid. I'm so excited. I love you. Oh, you bring such joy and value to my days. Thank D- you, friend. Dewey. Dewey. So I hear, you know, she's leaving do you for college. Dewey Dewey <laughs> Well, yes. Do you have a partially saturated towelette? No, Dewey. Dewey's the one. G- give me a minute. I'll make it Dewey. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. If, especially if you squirt. Yikes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So knowing full well that she hates that word, mm-hmm. what did I do? Buy a case of squirt soda and have it sent to her dorm room. You are very close. She doesn't oh. drink soda. <laughs> she doesn't drink soda. But I did go on to L.L. Bean and get her a boat and tote, enormous tote to oh take God. to college that I had monogrammed. Do you want to know what the monogram says? I bet it doesn't say <laughs> "boke your toe." I bet you it doesn't say "dewy." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna pack that. She doesn't know about it yet. I'm gonna pack that, and I'm gonna put in like you know three tubes of Pringles, and like I'm just gonna fill it with all of the stuff. So she has to look at it. I, I, I find that here's how I learned to drive a stick. I went in a parking lot. For eight minutes with my husband who yelled, yelled at me in the winter in an icy lot learning how to drive it. And then he bought a new car because he was getting a new car. So he gets a new car. It's not time to turn in the old one yet. We have two stick cars that I don't drive. I have my own car. We have two stick cars. And he says, my brother's going to take my car for the last three months of the lease. You need to drive it to Pennsylvania from Connecticut. And I said, oh, I don't drive stick. Remember that eight minutes in the stop and shop parking lot where you thought you were going to kill me? Yeah, I thought you were going to kill me, but okay. So we just drove. We both got in cars following each other. I white knuckled it from Connecticut to Pennsylvania. The only way, my point in this story, oh my God, I remembered the thread that brings me back. Follow me. You following? I'm hanging on. That word is a word she cannot tolerate, hand or standle. Stander handle. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? No, I just had a stroke. And <laughs> <laughs> wow. At the start of the story or now? Keep now. going. Keep going. So I'm she so is just fascinated. sitting, look, sitting at her desk doing homework and looks over at this enormous tote bag constantly that says <laughs> that word. It's exposure. My husband says it's flooding and I'm going to flood you with a word that makes you crazy or driving stick for four hours. Your choice. I do have to say, though, when we went through toll booths, he went ahead of me and paid. So all I had to do was just roll right through it. Okay, and now I'm going to do a reference to the middle of the preamble that you think you're getting ready to cut out because it's hilarious. No, I hate it when you do this. I can't cut it out. You can't cut it out. Because my darling, darling friend, I don't understand how you ever, either of you, thought it would be okay 
in a marital situation to have one of you teach the other to drive stick. He's not a teacher. I mean, he's if he was an automobile instructor, maybe. If he was an instructor of any type, trainer by nature, maybe. You're you're in a co-equal partnership here. So when you sit in a car and one of you has information the other doesn't have and it's life-saving information <laughs> and also doesn't know how to Dish properly <laughs> provide you with this information and wants to put all the blame of, here, do it. You don't know how? Why? I just showed you. Terrible dad, terrible dad. I mean, it's like he's either going to have to be a dad to you. Eh, no. Not having it. it the, uh, there's no scenario where this works out. And we're going we're gonna to jump over that one and go all the way to, how'd you get to be a fucking adult you can't drive a stick shift a car? Come on now. Yeah, next, you, what yeah. you going to tell me next? I can't swallow a pill. I can't drink a glass of water. Like there's some shit you got to learn. That's it. Don't come swim. at me. Don't come at me with can't <laughs> swim. Where I swear, Sharon, you pissed me off <laughs> with your flawed, flawed setup. What were you doing when you were not teaching her to swim or drive a stick shift car? What's next? I can't cut a steak. Like what? I don't get it. These are some of the things that you just have to acquire. So now you're trying to tell me you still can't drive a stick. I can technically, but I've I'm broken from that experience. Technically is fine. To. Technically is I fine. Technically can. Technically is fine. You don't have to be a good swing dancer, right? You have to know how to dance. You you don't have to know every waltz or or um, the quadrille or any of these other fucking dances. But you You've have been to watching least, Bridgerton again. You have you? to know how to fucking do something. You got to get in the game, right? You got to know how to shoot a basket. You don't have to hit them all. That's Are you going to bust out into High School Musical right I now? I just watched Hustle last night, the movie oh. Hustle. Did you love it? I did because I hadn't. We were trying to pick something to watch, and it was just the little one, my husband and I, and all the things that we were landing on. We would get two out of three. Want two out of three. Two out of three. Two out of three. They came up with hustle, and they had both seen it. And I said, "Well, I'm not going to watch something you've already seen." And and Brian put his foot down and said, "You cannot exist another moment on this planet if you have not seen this movie. We're watching it right now." And oh, I'm so glad they he loved did it too. Cause oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. More than the second time, I bet it was fan fucking tastic. I would say top ten sports movies of all time. Top top ten. And it's really because I could give a fuck about basketball. Don't care. Don't know any of the players. Don't know any of the truth of it. The script mediocre the script was not great the way that this thing was shot visually it's one of the best that you will ever see it was beautiful engaging exciting on the edge of your seating and it was queen latifah's in it it's fu- and she's fucking hot and kind and gorgeous and adam sandler with this big sad i'm kind of depressed beard everything was fantastic and was age really appropriate good. we're not we're not making him you know, 20 years younger with makeup and trying to make you believe that women are falling over themselves because he's such a cat. Like, it was very real. The name of the movie says it all. It was a portrait of hustle in many acts because you had everybody in that movie exhibiting different different versions and interpretations of that thought. And it was just charming. It was just charming all the way around. Movie time brought to you by Brilliant Observations. Don't be caught on the outside of that one. Definitely go see it. We talked last time about generic and brand name things. Have you thought of anything that you're willing to buy generic? Well, I am embarrassed to say I can't really 
think of anything that's generic that I value. Here's here's the I don't know why I keep hesitating in between every word. I'm like Barack Obama-ing this sentence. (laughs) We happen to have store brand, which I call generic, store brand uh, horseradish in the house right now. And I hate it. I hate using it every time. I hate it. It's the only one they have. They only have store brand horseradish. And I need fucking horseradish. And we go through it. And that's it. You get one, unless you go to the specialty store, which is nonsense. I'm just trying to buy some fucking horseradish. Why do we not have this? I don't get it, right? Even to the point where they have two. They have like a generic, and then they have the store brand. So it's like you don't even have real horseradish. You just have shit or shittier. Anyway. Or I have to make it myself. Well, yeah. I, w- I would never make horseradish myself. I would Because you're not a Jew. Jews do that. We just buy the horseradish root, grate it, and what do you mix it with? Vinegar and water, I would guess, from... Evil and sadness. Yes, those two are involved. Is in that how you make stretch. it? I'm completely e- have no idea sadness. how to make it. Is that how you do it? No, I think you just on the shredder for a hundred. So it is. It's so. just the root grated in its own juice. I don't use, make, or eat it. So mm, I don't know. Now I'm thinking, why do I not just make my own horse? That sounds really easy and fresh and delicious. Why wouldn't I make it myself? Okay, so now I'm going to make horseradish by myself. So no, there are no generics or store brand. Store brand is generic. Store brand is fine. 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 Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like an Acme brand, I think of as maybe yeah. a step above. There used maybe. to be, well, there used to be one that was generic anywhere. Like it didn't even have Acme on it. Like it you said, would, no frills. You it would was a pay. white box with a blue and red stripe <laughs> on the bottom of it. And it literally said, no frills. Wow. Yeah, that's what we had growing up. And that's the brand we had growing up. Off-brand sucks. Off-brand is see. like, it's like those Hydrox fucking cookies. Those are not Oreos. I'm sorry. They're just not. I don't even, do they not. even make those anymore? They sure do. Really? Yep. I did do that Target run and I bought non-brand name meds for my kids. I'm like, Tylenol? Tylenol-ish. Uh, Advil? Advil-ish. And I got them the ish brands. I gotta, I've gotta. i just got to jump in. I feel I need to protect myself with the reality that... It really only comes to CPG consume, you know, to packaged goods, to items that I physically consume. I didn't, I don't think of myself as a really particular purchaser, but in those cases I am. I could care less what clothes I put on my body, what shoes I buy, the bag, the coat, the car. I don't care about any of that stuff. When it comes to home decor, I fucking care. When it comes to food in the fridge, food in the pantry, food in my body, medicine in my body, I fucking care and I can appreciate and tell a difference. I crave cereal that is totally no frills and tastes the same. I want that find. I think of Trader Joe's as generic. I think of everything in Trader Joe's as being generic. So if you can find something at Trader Joe's, that means you found the generic equivalent to like we get freezer pizza from Trader Joe's. Because they have one that you can stand and keep in your freezer, and then you always have it. But everything well, in there is fucking weird. What's the What's the brother? What's the brand name Aldi. to the? No, what's the brand name to the Pete the freezer pizza that you are? Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> you know about Trader Joe's and Aldi that it was yeah. they were yeah, each yeah, formed yeah. by brothers. All, that's what brother, I was, right. thought you were going to. Uh, we get we get um, one that's like a big long. I don't know the name. But I can picture describe the color of the box. It's a big long oversized flat red box where the pizza itself looks like a cookie pan like a sheet pan it's a large rectangle like the red baron or something like that no no at trader joe's it it 
is uh, oh, I don't know what there is no equivalent in the supermarket. It's not oh, like that's it's, what I was asking. What is the brand name that you are knocking off by going to Trader Joe's? I, they just had one that we thought looked acceptable, and in surprise, it does. It does. It does. It does. does. It does the job. It does. It, the it job. is the uh, vehicle of getting the carb and the cheese into your face. The burrata. The burrata at Trader Joe's yeah. is better than any of the burrata that you would get at a commercial supermarket. It absolutely have, is better. Dear listener, thank you very much for listening. I've got to go. I will be at Trader Joe's if you need me. You know what? Opened right next to Trader Joe's by us. Uh, what? Crumble cookie. Do you have oh, that? Oh, yeah. We do. So you know. We do. But I, I don't oh, live. Yeah, we in, talked about this. I don't live and die by it the way that you do. I should, based on the way that I look and my body shape. But so I let's don't. talk about that for a second, because you were kind enough to throw your insecurities up on our board for this week. You um, you have a, a trip coming up shortly, and I guess you didn't know about it that far in advance? No, this is a surprise thing for work. So I am, as of Thursday, is there any way that you could join me at this week-long thing in Dallas, Monday to Friday? And I looked at the looked at the things that I had on the schedule for that week, moved a few around, and I said, yeah, I think I can make that work, the world of remote work. We can do things quickly. So off I go. You're traveling, and when traveling comes packing a bag and you are struggling tell me about your struggle it's another one of these where I just want to get credit because I understand that I don't experience packing like everyone else on the planet it's so much harder for me and I there's no way other than elaborating why it's so much harder and it's sort of an embarrassment I can't pack a bag Anytime I need to pack, I can't pack it quickly because I don't have clothes that fit me that can go in it. So when I'm going somewhere, the stress is not physically packing the bag. I feel like no one likes packing because you have to think through and organize your thoughts and clothes and needs for the next X number of days and environments and requirements. That's That takes some effort, some planning. Right. That's morning, uh, that morning, meet, morning sessions, lunch, whatever. Okay, evening attire. I need shoes for that. I need that. Yeah, Cross-reference that with... What do I feel I might need? What will? What am I comfortable not having if I do need? And then there's all these trickle-down decisions that are all hanging in that universe. So there's it's decision, 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 based on this and that and that. None of it's guaranteed. You have no way to guarantee what's going to happen. So right. all of it is a predictive guess. That adds right. to you're the... You're sliding scale constantly. So now you're making decisions, you're making hypothetical decisions about your needs and your response to those needs. I don't have a solution. There is no dress. There are no pants. There are no shoes. There are no underwear. Every My bra has a broken clasp, the one that's comfortable if I have to wear it for 19 hours. All of the fucking things. And P.S. kids, you don't get to just walk out to the unbroken class bra store and find one that fits me. These things have to be special ordered, fitted by some weird person grabbing your tits. It's a whole deal. So even if I do have time, this is what happened when I was going to Italy and I stressed out for two fucking months and decided on some subconscious level to just eat my way out of the problem, making myself bigger. So I've got menopause. My response to, I don't know what to do here, stress, is to eat and menopause weight gain. Those two things on overdrive, I'm bigger than I've ever been. I have no clothes. And so yesterday was, let's do a marathon shop and wander into stores and hope they have a solution for me 
on the rack. And P.S., afterward, I'm going to walk across this fucking footbridge and take a picture of two imbeciles who don't know how to do it without dropping their phone into the water. (laughs) (sighs) So that's just fun. Then you get into the scenario of, okay, let's say I make it through the packing. Then I have to move through the world in a body that doesn't fit in it. So I don't fit in airline seats. I I mean, I fit in the airline seat, but I don't fit comfortably with the seatbelt around me. Some of them, if it gets twisted under the seat, it is... You'll lose a leg. It's two inches too short, and I can't get it around me. So I have to ask for a fucking extender. I know people who are bigger than me that don't ask for extenders. It must be my ass size. Something. I need the extender. So that's a fun little humiliation that I get to do. Then I'm huffing and sweating, trying to make it all the way through. Then I'm fitting in a Yuba in the back, which the seats are too always too fucking... Anyway, so then I finally get there, and now I think, okay, I'm just moving on. I'm just going to move on. I'm going to put on this outfit that I've always had. I'm going to wear it up to the podium because I know it makes me feel like a million bucks. I put it on. I look at myself full face front in the mirror in the hotel. And I am hot sauce. I am I am a world beater. I go strutting out of this fucking thing. I get in the elevator. I press the button. I look to the side in the elevator. And I think, who the fuck is that? Because the profile view is a totally different human than the full face, beautifully lit, perfectly magical hotel bathroom mirror so why are all the mirrors not the hotel bathroom mirror and why aren't we having this convention in my bathroom now you're talking right bring them all in this is where i look best today's breakout group i just don't understand i just don't understand how the side view is of a different person than the one i really am like the person inside absolutely bears no resemblance to the person on the outside well, the per- that's that was or on the physical going. side, on the physical profile. <laughs> I got three persons. I got the inside person, which is the real person. I got the front person, which sometimes could could make it, could be okay. And then I got the profile person, or God help you, the back, which fortunately I've never seen. Yeah, I don't want. You're not part of me. Get out of here. You're like you're like the pedophiles. We have exited you from the group. Get lost. I don't want you profile view or person. It's just such. It's so weird. It's so weird. To face, I have to throw shit in a bag and realize, oh, but what shit could I throw in there? I'm like, Ethan getting his holiday photo. Oh, we're getting a holiday photo? I'm going to show up bare-chested wearing a thong. Underpants. That's all I got. Underpants. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And in his case, it's not because he can't physically find or fit into anything. I got so much money to throw at this problem. You know what I need to do? Yeah, I need to lose the weight. But you I won't do it. a pretty woman in this situation. I won't do it, though. I won't. And now I'm looking at, okay, well, maybe I could get some custom clothes made. Are you fucking kidding? My body changes shape so frequently. The only, Not even shoes are reliable anymore. Not even shoes Whoa, are reliable. Really? Yes, they're not reliable. I'm in multiple sizes of shoes. You're a nothing, nothing is reliable anymore. And it's disorienting. And the alternative is I can, you know, eat 1,200 calories a day and exercise an hour a day every day for the rest of my life and be incredibly focused on things and I feel great but I also put all of my effort and energy into that I just the pendulum so there is nothing I'm else. in the middle I'm in the middle and the pendulum has stopped swinging and the middle is not where I want to be I don't get it it's like I'm living in two different bodies my brain body and my body 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 you are or are not setting ex- expectations for yourself I'm not sure about that. 
Okay. I have so I have so many expectations. You would know if you had expectations that you nope. were not living up to, because then you would be failing yourself. And I know how that feels every day. So. No, because oh, I heard your question in a different way. Yeah, I don't. I don't haven't. I have failed every expectation. This we're back to that over my head, six foot five pull up bar. That's where the the least of my expectations live, and they go up from there. Yeah, they're on the penthouse, and I can't even press the elevator button. That's expectations in me. My point is. I have, for the past two and a half years, found myself in the in the strangest moment of my life, and it I can't seem to shake out of it. I just seem to keep trying paths to get out and making it worse. And that is, I thought, we're going to remove expectations. When the great pandemic and the world life changing of 2020 happened, one of the ways that I could attempt to get through it and still be alive was to say, we don't, there's no more expectations anymore. The whole world has changed them, and you're going to change with it. So expectations be gone. Okay, so that expectations include things like deadlines, scheduling, uh, responsibilities, flexibility, uh, consequences for failure. All these things completely went out the door and became something else. And they weren't replaced with anything. You've heard of this, the great... Uh, well, the, not the great resignation, the silent quitting, quiet quitting. You've heard of quiet quitting? Yeah. This, okay. So quiet quitting is the new workplace where it's stop giving everything to the employer and the job. Go in and do the bare minimum because your life is bigger than this moment. Who in their right mind? So that's the pervasive attitude in the world today. When you go and buy a turkey sandwich and it's $11.25 for a turkey sandwich that is terrible and you pay it, and you leave a tip because that's the world we live in today. I don't, there, there's so many things that don't make any sense and they all happened very rapidly. And I did the same thing almost wantonly to my body. So when you say, are, what about expectations? Are you setting them? I've been working hard to say, remove the expectation that you're going to have a healthy body. Remove the expectation that you're going to do, you know, this or that or the other, because it was this also the idea of somehow prioritizing relief and mental health and that got care right and, and that and self-care because I didn't really know what self-care was so I swung yeah. too far in the other direction so now it's this idea of doing nothing doesn't feel great but I have the flexibility to do nothing all day long every day to do whatever I want all day long every day and it's not getting me what it promised retirement is not getting me the joy that was promised. What is, what it to this, I just use the word retirement to as the euphemism for, what would you do if you had complete control over all of your time and responsibilities and 100% funding for every endeavor you attempted? Otherwise known as, what would you do if your life was exactly the same as it is right now, Melissa? Because that's how Amy's life is. Okay, what are you going to do? Bing! And the answer is, I'm going to sit on the couch and eat whatever I want and sleep whenever I want and see my friends and travel whenever I want and my body is going to turn into a giant aching mass of not goodness. If I get to do whatever I want, that should, where's the equals joy? Doing whatever I want now magically has to include self-discipline and I'm going to ration my food and I cannot and also Rick, like what the, uh, do whatever you want should equal joy and I feel like that promise was a lie. So I want to know who told you to do whatever you want. Because me. me, oh, because that's not a real thing. It is not though. if you 
It's not though, because, and you're in the middle of it. It's not a real thing because, so you're asking me if you had unlimited, that's where I am right now. I know you are. I'm in the same place. third act. But so I'm trying to find that thing that makes me feel like I am both adding to society, enjoying what I'm like. I'm looking for the inventing a dream. Perfect unicorn. I have to invent a dream now because all the other dreams were like, yeah, I kind of don't fucking want to do that. It's like a dream, but I don't want to write this book because I haven't written it yet. And P.S. Even with all this time now, I don't want to this whole cooking show thing. I kind of don't even want to do that because it requires me to do it. So maybe it's not. Well, keep talking. I'm interrupting you and same situation. So I'm in the situation you are, but apathy came with body size also. So I'm like, all right, what do I give a fuck about? Where, like, let's start at that very low bar. What do I care about? I care about my family. I'm getting them out this week. Then it's going to be just me. Uh, I guess I'm going to start volunteering again because I want to feel like I'm adding to something. I want to feel like I'm contributing to something that I care about. It's a hunt. Pick one thing. Cut up your losses into doable doses. Take tiny bites. Do one thing at a time. Once you hit the I'm on the couch with a bag of cheese curls, do you know how hard it is to get up from the couch covered yeah, in cheese dust? I, I'm, I have the extender lap belt blinking me to my own coat. South. Ouch. Ouch. See? You stroke too. <laughs> the fuck is this is called? the stroke episode. The musical stroke Sofa. episode. <laughs> the couch. I'm on the couch. I'm on the I'm on the couch, Melissa, and I can't get off. I'm having a stroke because I ate too many Cheetos, and I don't even eat the fucking. Actually, I do like the white, the white cheddar Cheetos, the ones that are naturals, because they don't make your fingers gross, and they still taste nice. And they're light and fun, delicious. They're from Cheetos proper, so they're good. Whole bag, whole bag. I I thought there would be some left in that bag when I came downstairs. I feel like it's one more promise in which I was jilted because the promise of do whatever you want. Embrace comfort, feel joy. Well, you I do whatever who, I want, and I embrace comfort, yourself. and the joy is not there. You jilted yourself. Those Cheetos Nobody's... bring me no joy. What are you? What are you acting like you knew this already? You don't jil- fucking know. You jilted you don't yourself. Fucking know. You are the only one who made you that promise. I don't know why you think that's a promise. You don't think do whatever you. you want equals joy? You don't believe that fundamentally is a promise statement. I do not. I believe do whatever you want has you in the Wally situation in a moving wheelchair, eat, drinking milkshakes all day. Joy. I'm sorry. When you to go walk. On, when you go on vacation, do you do whatever you want? It equals joy. No. That's a liar. That's a liar, folk your tove. That's a liar. Folk your tove. <laughs> folk your tove. That's folk a liar. Okay? Go I on vacation. Do whatever you want equals joy. That is, frankly, the Webster definition of a fucking vacation. Do whatever you want equals joy. I, that's not at all for me because if I did what I ate, whatever I wanted, I would be sick the next day. I, it's just not. I know my limits sort of and I push them every time sometimes I go past but I don't think that unlimited it's just like saying sit at the buffet isn't that just everything you want yep and I can so I'm I having, will get I'm sick. having a midlife binge drink is what you're telling me now we're talking about comparisons and analogies I can understand you're telling me I'm on a bender Correct. Because I, because I, this is my first ever bender opportunity. I have to never have a had, I have never had a hangover or a bender. I was unable to exit from pull that out. Felt, right. That felt scary and not where I want to be. So 
so the reality is once you go through that or are in the midst of it, you think, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be permanently on Drunk. a bender. Right. Yeah. And I certainly don't want bender, aftermath, bender, aftermath, because bender is not that fun and or the aftermath is so much worse that it kills the fun of the bender. The joy I of it, I haven't had right? one of those yet. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I can understand. But fuck you. Now I'm back to balance. Balance can suck a dick. Can I balance say it? Is the only, balance is the only way to live. I'm sorry. So it's, sick I mean, of this shit. My husband's going through it right now because his knees hurt and he's trying to figure out a a way to get back to a healthier lifestyle because you're not in pain. That's really what's gonna it's going to take for you. Like walking by a mirror and catching a glimpse, you're disappointed in yourself. And when you're disappointed in yourself, personally, I tend to eat. So if that's how you're going to cope like I do with that, it's not going to help. But when you are wanting to support yourself. I've when gained you are- 35 pounds in six months. That's welcome to menopause since January of this year. Fuck. It's it's overwhelming. It, it felt, I've told you before, it was like, do I have a tumor? Like my body just decided, okay, now, and I didn't do anything drastically different. Right, right, right. I right. didn't do, I didn't do a dozen donuts for breakfast. I, I'm telling you. Oh my you, God, my left hip for a dozen donuts for breakfast. I'm telling uh. you, I did mild overeating at each meal. Mild. This is the kind of thing that at the end of the year, I would have expected to have gained 10 pounds and been like, fuck, right? 35 pounds, give or take, in six months. It's overwhelming and it's unhappy making. So the so the reality is, it's also I've I've been I mean, do what you want equals joy. Come on, fuckers. I don't I don't do what you do what you want. In my head is trouble. I don't think that's equals joy. What's I have a very different you? narrative. Well, what's joy for you? Well, if I want to s- sit on the couch and get high and eat a bag of of smart food and do, How I'm going to do what you want. Yeah, I'm going to wind up feeling sick. I'm going to wind up feeling like not adding on like I'm just going to be miserable let's take the you're drinking let's take the our friend Annie drinking do you think the next day (laughs) after she had her tit out on a table a hearing stories about herself b feeling all of her joints hurt and be miserable and c I ate what last night like none of that next day is joy you're talking about in the minute of joy you're talking about in the moment and for those of us who aren't um toddlers we see past the minute that we're in I, and we I, before know. you got insulting I didn't mean that <laughs> I really I was just gonna let you roll because I interrupt you all the time I, I'm not talking about in the minute of joy I'm oh. talking about a concept of life yeah I'm talking about a mindset an attitude I'm gonna spend my a days platform, outside a platform gonna... belief that you know I am here is how I approach my life right colon do what you want period that means joy that's the whole world believes this, that that having the freedom, the flexibility. So it, maybe it's just defining better the the first part of it. Do what you want. But I'm, I also fundamentally now am saying that's a lie, that when you truly do what you want, it doesn't bring joy. So so the only thing I'm asking you yeah. right now is I what think it's is, momentary joy. What but- is well, what is joy it, from a approach to life perspective, not an approach to this hour, to this week, right. to this vacation. What is what equals joy for you? Is it fucking balance? Because if balance is joy, I'm going to go knock some people right. I don't think balance is joy because in the definition of balance, you're balancing joy with 
not joy. Joy Everything with what in moderation, you should do, including right? moderation. So, That's my motto, right? So go off the rails from time to time. Everything I, in moderation. I applaud that. I agree with that. Including moderation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, but still, I feel that's like not a, that's not an ex- that's not a life mantra. That's just like that's the asking, fucking rule book. I'm asking Joy. How do we get to joy? joy? How do we get to Joy? I think there. I think making a list right now of things that bring you joy and putting that one of those in every day. I think um, I don't mean to be insulting when I say I'm not a toddler because I eat like a toddler, so mm, I might as well be. But to understand at its basic core that. Joy is something that can be part of your day. It's it's id living. It is a toddler living to think that all day every day is joy. It's it's that's not a realistic aspect of life. That's not a realistic attitude to approach um, every day with because you have re- you have children, responsibilities. You have a body that you need to take you through life to your job, to your convention, to your next plate. Which I stare at the clock until noon every day and wait to eat. Um, Joy is a wonderful concept. It's not permeating everything because that's not realistic. And if you find a way. I disagree though. I disagree. And I feel like I'm, I'm cycling through definitions to the path to joy and the first didn't work and the second didn't work. And now I don't know what iteration I'm on now. And the first being purpose equals joy. Well, yeah, I don't have well, a purpose. So no, not have yeah, so I, so find I'm in your line purpose. There too. So find your purpose equals joy. All right. Well, if I don't have a purpose, and I've had people say there is no such thing as purpose. There's only um because you are blind to your true purpose. There's only action. Do what you're you're meant to, as you continue doing what you do best, the world will experience you as what you're meant to do. Like the impact will come and you don't have to know what it is to be doing it. And I'm like, did the Dalai Lama tell you that he did. Right. And then we got drunk and went on a two day bender and he's fucking having joy. And so purpose (laughs) equals joy. Uh, Pass. All right. Well, okay. Well I have to find a fucking purpose. I can't find one. So then how about do what you want equals joy. Well, that sort that doesn't really work because then you're also in a case where even doing what you want, doesn't even really bring the joy because you're sort of sick of it. It's like, how many of these Cheetos can I eat? And P.S., the ninth Cheeto is never as good as the first Cheeto. Oh, that first Cheeto. Are you a crunchy or an air puff or a puffy? I have totally migrated into the puff. I like but only both, those naturals one, only the naturals one, because it's a hybrid of the two. The caveman, the crunchy ones we used to call caveman logs, the crunchy, 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 they're perfect. The other ones who were like the circus peanuts, the like exploded ones, just regular puffy ones. They're super yeah. gross. My husband loves those. So on occasion we'll have those. I don't know. They kind of make my mouth upset. And then the ones right in the middle are the like naturals, right? It's a yellow bag instead of bright blaze orange. Okay. And they're, they're puffed. I'm going to try that. But they're smaller and crisper. So it's a hybrid. It's like... The crunchy ones and like the puffy ones, but they don't make your mouth feel like you've exploded some dust paste all around the edges in the inside of your palate. You've got four men living in your house seasonally. You would have to get all four types of cheese, curl, doodle, crunch, natural. You'd have to get all four of them to make everybody happy. And yeah, of course. Welcome. And that gets pricey to get for, plus the fact that they're eating a bag each pretty much by the end of the movie. Everybody gets to buy their own bag. That's how we do it. Well, I don't go to the store anymore because I have enough drivers and, and um, I was I was going to say walkers. I went to ped something and I about said pedophile. Again. I have enough, 
This is the pedophile episode. Am- ambulatory uh, shoppers. So I send them in and their payment is you can, you, I just call it an item. You can either get one or two or three items at your discretion. So they, depending you, on they'll how badly get a, they'll get a bag or a thing of cookies or a whatever thing I don't normally let them get or won't buy for them otherwise. So, yep. yep you yep. don't really have to buy cookies because you bake them and they are bomb diggity. So purpose doesn't bring us joy. Well, if it does, you have to fucking know your purpose. You right. Can't if you don't purpose. know it, I yeah. can't spend the and rest of my so life searching for it. So how do I fucking find my purpose? Well, if I have to find something, I might as well be finding joy. How can I get joy? Do whatever you want. That's a lie. So what the fuck, joy? I feel like you're the dick. No? Joy, she misled you. I feel like joy. Dear listener, how and where do you find joy? Are we on the wrong path? We need your help. How? How? purpose no uh unlimited whatever you want clearly no and i think we do know that but we don't know the right path well i can guarantee you daily exercise balance and and fucking meditation is not going to bring me goddamn joy yeah take it as a drop you you uh people who cut this up and use it in your house as mantras to get me stop putting yourself (laughs) look it it's not it's not happening eat pray love fuck you she's not happy i do think it's not any good I do think that attaining perpetual joy is not an option. I do think balance that I have for myself right now does bring joy. It's just not perpetual joy. There's still shit. <clears throat> There's still problems. There's still, I, I never felt cheated when I, so, you know, when my mother told me, I, I see where you put your 15 pounds and then I got on the bike and I lost that 15 pounds. I felt joy. I felt hunger. I felt joy. I felt a lot of things. Accomplishment. Yeah. I felt accomplished. That brought me joy in a different way. Clothes. I, I went and I bought the next size up for a year of clothes. I felt joy in those clothes too, by the way. But when I put on those clothes and I'm back to my original size now, I find joy in that. But it's not permeating joy. I still have a kid who's like, fuck you. I'm not taking a picture. I still have uh, a dog who is a purebred nine-year-old who I know is going to die within the next whatever calendar. So, like I wow. have stresses. I have things that really upset me. I have, first of all, I have a partner. No partnership is all joy. Like there's just, I have children. No children are all joy. And if you come at me with a, my kids are joy. My relationship is all no, joy. No, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that Pollyanna, but I do take, take massive, massive, umbrage why can't I fucking think of any words we're gonna I'm just gonna I do disagree with you heartily how about that I say grab joy where you find it because it's not promised to you I think joy is promised to you I think joy permeates every fucking thing I do and that's the fucking lie I think that there's a variety you just said I believe this and it's wrong no 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 I believe that it is promised to all of us and we fuck it up and the world gets in the way and there are things that are cock blocking the promise. I Who believe in the promise. Who promised it to you? Life itself. Okay. That's not a, a human or a, a being that can promise anything. So sure it is. Who keeps your heart beating? My circulatory system. It's a closed circuit. When did it start? How did it start? In utero through my mother's circular. Oh my God. You're going to make me grateful for my mother right now. No, fuck her. She's not involved. I'm just saying life force. I'm just saying we are all beings of energy. And when your body stops, it's good. The energy is going to remain and become something else. That energy is energy is energy. And guess what? I feel like 
back to last week and weeks prior. It's all vibrating. There, joy is an option. Joy is an option. And I think it's an aspect of things. It's part of. It is not. It can't be. You're per- you would just be all id, walking around naked, grabbing shit, putting it in your parts. Like you, it's it's not realistic. And you're only setting yourself up to be disappointed if joy is is the permeating feeling you're looking to find. It is absolutely attainable in aspects and in, in parts and pieces. But as a general flood that washes over you, that becomes who you, I'm joy. That's I feel like it's a choice you make every day to find it where you can. Okay, I don't agree with you, but let's yeah. let's let's come over to your side of the of the aisle for the moment. How do we expand it? Even even if joy is promised in fits and starts, can't they be larger buckets of time? Do I have to be covered with red ants learning to drive a stick shift with my angry husband all the time? No. I want to have For me the joy came going to to the restaurant 99 and eating crackers and cheese and popcorn after that stressful thing and then I mean, no, there is no joy in learning to drive a stick. There's fear, there's um, fear, and there's uh, <laughs> some fear. But why does joy have to be in everything? Aren't there things you just need to do, get them out of the way, to get back to things that are joyful? I don't want to get too flappy here at the minute, minute 45 minute that we're recording. But my point to you is, yeah, aren't you simply inventing an alternative construct to the one I propose? Instead of saying... Joy is an option all the time. And you're saying, no, it's not. Why? Because I've decided joy can't be an option all the time. Well, Responsibility you you has to, to be an option. Responsibility has to be an option. And that's never joyful for me. There are, there are, uh, you're responsible to other people. You're responsible to, I don't know, the fucking government for some things. You're responsible to your neighborhood for cleaning. I don't find joy in pulling weeds. But if I let them go too long and the neighbors are like, what the fuck is wrong with your trailer? I, I there, you just, there's no joy in that for me. It's fucking hot and sweaty. Are there people who find joy in pulling weeds? Yeah, there are. I'm not one of them. And until I find joy in, in menial bullshit, I'm, I'm not going to be all joy. And I want you desperately to find joy more than The fundamental than you question, do. to use your analogy, the fundamental question that I'm asking, the, yeah. the, the, the operating system that is failing me at the moment because I don't understand it is I see the pulling weeds as you have some choices. Pulling weeds is never joyful. Okay. So the choice is finding, finding joy in pulling weeds or finding joy because you never have to pull weeds. I'm sure there are other options too, but those are the two largest that come to mind, right? So there you are in the elevator catching a glimpse of yourself that doesn't make you happy. And instead of saying, look, I'm out, I am, my heart is beating and finding joy in the fact that, so you can find joy places where I cannot. So I can see why you are diametrically opposed hoes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could see why you see, I was promised this and I don't have it. But it sounds to me like you could think your way into finding joy in that. I cannot, but I understand that I'm not going to find joy in everything. You want jo- joy to permeate? Then you need to use the think system from the music. Well, that's band. the third. Now you're doing the third option, which I can't get my head around, which is, you know, there are no weeds that need to be pulled, right? So it's like the task itself is the problem. It's either your approach to the task, it's delegating the task, or removing the task as a task, right? So you, you welcome to... Amy packing for a trip. Like I spend a lot of time thinking about shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just, I just go into it thinking this is not going to be joyful. And if I find joy in an aspect of it, I'm like, that was a win. I don't actually think about joy all that much, to be honest, until this podcast. I don't really think about joy until after something happens. And I think that was joyful when I reflect upon it. I think about joy 10 minutes out of every hour of every day, including during sleep and probably more when I'm sleeping. I'm always thinking about joy. How often do you think about joy? always I'm so curious like and what portion of your day do you spend trying to achieve that joy because I'm just 87% wow yeah yeah of the conscious thought and I would venture to say 99% of the subconscious and I'm you know trying I think 87% I'm thinking ugh, well how do I get this done (laughs) so that (laughs) So that I could sit and give myself seven minutes of TikTok. Ugh, how can I? Ugh, the dog. Maybe All that's right. the answer. TikTok equals joy. It could have been that simple. Thank you, Chinese. It could have been that simple. <laughs> Thank you for gathering all of my data. Hey, P.S., just a quick thing about TikTok, which I'm sure you already know. If ever you are tempted to make a purchase within TikTok, when you're on TikTok and you see a link in someone's bio, however yeah. they refer to that in TikTok, when you click it and follow it, and then you decide to make that purchase and you enter in your purchase information, including with autofill, TikTok has access to all of the content you type. So now you have just given them your credit card information and your home address. TikTok, not just the purchase your purchase person you're buying from. The nation of China now has So your maybe just don't buy shit on TikTok, gang. You know, follow that URL some other way. Any just other leave, way. Leave the app. Right. right. Copy that link and leave the app and then go make your purchase and get swindled just from the one person, not the right. whole not a not, nation. Not all of China. Okay. China. And with that, and with that. Dear listeners, thank you so much for coming out. I feel like there's so much more to be said. I don't know why we get shallow at the beginning, deep at the end, and then just leave you hanging. We love you. Wow, more dick jokes. We <laughs> just the tip. We love you. Dick is joy. Bokerto. <laughs> I can guarantee you daily exercise, balance, and and fucking meditation is not going to bring me goddamn joy. 